actual reason why I'm starting with this song today. Hi, it's Eric. Welcome to the podcast today. My good friend from the Jewish Federation of Toledo, Mary Bill, you will be by shortly. Sometimes I'll just click a button to start an intro song and go with it. Sometimes I pick something particular, especially when the girls are here. This is a black, this is a black Pumas. Uh, fire something. I, I shorten the names on my little screen. Yesterday, yesterday I'm in Home Goods looking for avocado oil and candles. And this came on. And uh, I now know what the whole song is. Um, I just heard the intro beats and I'm like, why don't I know the song? Oh, it's one of the podcast intros. I, I do not listen to a lot of music. My new boss came into the studio today. Um, the lights are off. It's it's gray outside. And yes, I do know how much snow we'd have if this was if the rain was all snow. Came in here. It was it was gray outside, kind of dark. No lights on in the studio. Silence. He's like, this is this is kind of dreary. I'm like, I love this. It's my bat cave. He I, I flipped the one. I flipped our light, our track lighting on for him. There's six track lights. Only two work. Um, I like my darkness and silence But I really need to get back to uh, Listening to some of that Black Puma stuff Because when I found them a couple of years ago I was into it And then Gary Clark Jr. The other guy whose music we played for a while That 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 And that couple of things to get to. I'll do the quick things first before we get to my friend Mary Bill you and then some of the bigger things. I uh, and I do have a genuine sincere question to ask you if you're a bike everywhere, get the cars off the road kind of person. Uh we will start with Jerry Easter Jr. He's a sophomore, Emmanuel Christian. He uh, he did stay after I think his freshman year. I think he was some thought he would leave the area and go to a bigger basketball power school. He deserves to be in the same breath as LeBron James, as a high school prodigy. As I think he averaged like 30 points a year. He's already setting all kinds of records. Emmanuel Christian here. Jerry Easter Jr. He's a sophomore. He was named to the All-Ohio First Team. Let's keep it with high school stuff. I love to see this. Start high school on Saturday and Sunday. We'll host a My Sister's Closet Boutique from 10 to 4 p.m. You can go through the main entrance and you can get a prom dress, an affordable prom dress there. They have them from sizes 1 through 30, long and short. They'll be on sale for $25. I like that a lot. Will, if you live in Toledo, you probably, you might have gotten a letter saying you're going to get a new electronic modern water meter. A lot of people are upset. One of the things they're concerned about is there's a battery in there. Will it blow up? Um, a friend, somebody that I know, an acquaintance with Toledo Fire, uh, Private Sterling Ray, who is their public information officer. You might often see him or see his name and words. Uh, I'll paraphrase what he said to, I think, 13 ABC. If you follow the instructions and use it right, you'll be fine and there's nothing to worry about. Other people think that the water meter is going to be used to spy on you. You can spy on me and you can tell me to pick up all my hangers, change the filter in my uh, my heating and cooling unit, and uh, clean out my dryer lint more often. Good luck to the Lady Falcons tonight as they go for their 30th win of the year. There was a lot of interest and excitement 
and talk around uh, the UT Lady Rockets and the men. Uh, Trisha Collip's team won a tournament game for the first time since Bill Clinton was president, 1996. Uh, they deserved all the accolades and attention, but in a slight, like, there's a lot of postseason college basketball tournaments. A lot. Like, there's some teeny tiny ones. But there is no guilt, sin, crime, only being invited to the NIT, which is where the Lady Falcons are. There's, what, 60-some teams, 64 teams at least, in the NCAA tournament. Um, The tournament right below it uh, is the WNIT, or the NIT, the National Invitation Tournament. In fact, there are probably some coaches who, depending on the age and experience of their team, might rather be in that tournament with a chance to actually win some games rather than, like, the Rockets or another team like them, go to the big tournament and get walloped in the first round. Coach Freilich's team is going for their 30th win tonight against Memphis at the Stroh Center. Good luck to the Lady Falcons. Um, You hate the BMV. Saturdays when I was helping my friend with... Uh, His meal packing. It was over at the premiere. I get over there around 8 o'clock and I see people outside waiting. And I never knew for what outside the BMV. I have to be an anomaly in my... I think I've been to the BMV three times. Once to Ohioize everything. Another to get a new license. And then last year, 21, to get another new license. In total, I probably spent an hour there. Um, I know people hate going. I sympathize with them, so the BMV is trying to be helpful to renew your registration and get the uh, the little slip you have to sign and keep in your car, your registration, and a sticker. There's a new BMV kiosk at the Kroger on Jackson, Jackman, and I'm assuming those will be expanded into other areas as well. Good luck to the 33 Blade uh, uh, Spelling Bee Spellers this weekend. I, I don't watch a lot of things i did try to catch highlights of the uh, the the espn spelling bee over the years the national script spelling bee those kids absolutely mesmerized and amazed me and if you have watched it at all over the last 20 years you remember that that kid in like 2005 or 6 got up to the mic fainted got up spelled the word and walked over to the rest of the kids it was one of the, the all-time moves I've ever seen in any kind of competition. Like Steph Curry draining 10 straight threes, hand up in the air, walking away like he can't miss. Um, there. Have you heard of Ozempec and Wigovi? They are slicing into pop culture. I believe the one is a diabetes drug and... It has been in short supply because a lot of people, maybe led by Hollywood and celebrity types, have been using these as weight loss drugs because they work. Um, Last night, and as much as you might have heard me or know me to talk about my um, poor self-esteem, my portliness when I was younger, when I weighed probably 20 pounds Ah, at least 15 pounds more then than I did now. In 2005 and six, I was like at 220. I'm 182, maybe on a good day, 177. I still have weight and body image issues. But doing these, these taking these medications has never appealed to me. 
no, no, no uh, liposuction, nothing like that. It's just like work your ass harder in the gym, be a bit more disciplined in the kitchen. Abs are made in the kitchen. Got that? Can't eat it or drink it if you don't buy it. I bring this up because you'll hear more of this and hopefully there's no deadly or really troubling side effects that people who don't take them for the initial prescribed reasons are taking them, just straight out weight loss. Um, I was watching real TV last night at, I was like regular TV, like where you change the channel, even though I was doing it for my phone. Wagovi, there's a Wagovi commercial and it had a song. Like, I was like, this is a a jingle? No, it it was like an actual, it, it was right in between, you know what? It was a TikTok length song. It was a very short song, but a song, I could play the Wagovi song on the radio show. I couldn't find the commercial or else I would have. A couple of other things, and then I promised to bring Mary in here. Uh, a week doesn't go by without Metro Parks and usually Glass City Metro Park News. Um, they will be looking for input from North Toledo residents for what they would like to see uh, as the Riverwalk snakes up from Cherry Street Bridge to the Craig Bridge. And I saw Summit Street mentioned. I thought it was more on the other side. Um, so we're talking Summit Street across from uh, the Wonder Bread Factory and Toledo Spirits. I have always had a vision for that spot. It's probably not needed anymore. I've always had the dream. There is a not. There is not a zero soccer culture here. Our soccer culture is very small. But I think it has it has room and will and could grow. It's passionate. Um, I know that we had the Village Idiot as a soccer bar. I know the Clotta, the mall years ago, was that. Our interest in soccer culture here is not zero. I'd always kind of hoped to have a stadium, like a high school-sized stadium. A uh, couple blocks away in Beverly is the Bowser Stadium. Maybe around that size, like 1,000 people. 3,000 people, outdoor athletic stadium. You can do some concerts and stuff there, but really it was the home of a minor league pro soccer team in Toledo. Probably not likely, uh, especially now as we want to center our area soccer efforts on uh, the Schneider Schneider Park rebuild. But I'm not even a North Toledo resident, but since uh, the Metro Parks was inquiring, I threw it out there. Another thing, and it happened again yesterday. Um, I use some dating apps, one uh, Bumble and another Hinge. And there's, uh, it's, it's Hinge that has the, the bug. Uh, and if you didn't know, I am banned from Tinder for an idiotic reason. Three years ago, when the pandemic was raging, I put on my Tinder account only here to pump up my OnlyFans account, which I obviously did not have. It was a joke, and now I'm banned for life. Or until I get a new phone number. Um, on Hinge, I have uh, I have a quote that uh, get, gets some attention. Relatively speaking, a lot of attention. It says, "Be the best for the world, not the best in the world." And a lot of people, you know, give that a, a thumbs up or a like. Um, the way that Hinge is set up, I have to to acknowledge them. I have to match with them. And a lot of these people are people I'm not interested in. Um, but I wish that there was a feature and not a bug. So instead of invisibly 
dismissing them without me knowing or they wouldn't know that I, I have good thoughts and I want to thank them for that. I just have to hit an X on them. I wish there was a feature where I could not match with them but say thank you very much to show that I'm not that big of an ignorant asshole. Um, and a girl last night who uh, liked one of my pictures or something, her profile said she does like local nonprofit stuff. And she looked like she had some stuff in there and it made me think, why haven't I met this girl before? Again, lovely looking girl, pretty lady, not my type. But I, I wanted to uh, acknowledge her like and say, hey, I'm, I do a lot of this stuff too. I'm surprised we haven't met. But to do that, I would have to match with her. And it's really hard to work around, hey, I'm not interested in you, but I'm surprised I've never met you before. I mean, there are delicate ways to do that, but I feel it's safer to just move on. So it's a bug, and I wish there was a feature where you could like half match with somebody to thank them for a compliment or whatnot. All right, so the Vision Zero discussion about safer roads, and this has come up a couple times. It popped up for discussion on the Toledo Reddit page. Uh, Vision Zero is that we have no traffic pedestrian fatalities. Um, As a literalist, somebody who takes everything literally or can see it that way, that's ridiculous. There will always be traffic and pedestrian and biking uh, fatalities. Um, some people on the Reddit thread had pointed out these haven't really worked in other cities and ours seemingly was like put on the back burner for a little bit, but it came back up, um, led by, I think Sam Meldon, uh, who's an old orchard, uh, our old orchard in that area, the city council person. And he wants people to, I call them slow down Sammy because people were racing through his neighborhood. And I, I get that. Like that's got to stop. I hate, I hate the speed bumps in neighborhoods. I have flown over them sometimes, not because I was going fast, because I didn't expect them, because I've never encountered them anywhere before. Put those things everywhere. Put metal spikes up on streets to keep people from racing through neighborhoods. In these Vision Zero things, a lot of bike enthusiasts come out. And uh, I sense from these people, they just want all cars off the road. And I understand there are some environmental concerns when it comes to vehicle from cars i i i just don't get the the you want to bike everywhere kind of thing um this is not new york city this is where it's the concrete jungle uh, this is not like a, a, a European city, which is like some of them are centuries, if not a thousand years old, when people were a lot smaller and things were densely packed together. I mean, this country is 2,500 miles across. And look, I will completely admit that we are the way we are because we, we have an addiction to cars. Now, we are we did invent the automobile. And as I got a great comment from a woman named Ashley on this post today, she talked about Pittsburgh, and um, I, it, I, I was able to. I finished the thought of like from there to about Chicago. We have this uh, 
aversion, this this vacuum where we live, this complete aversion to public transportation. And I get it because Ohio and Michigan are the fulcrum of the automobile industry and have been. uh, Hold on. My new boss just texted me. I tried to send him to Tandoor, but he just texted me schmucker. So, of course, I'm telling him pie. Uh, I get it. We are the, we are the backbone uh, and and have been for a hundred years, for decades, for automobiles. Um, I would like to see more coexistence. I'd like to see some of the car people realize there are other ways to get around. I'd like the bike people to stop hating cars a lot. I'd like to the the thing I will always advocate for. Maybe the meeting in the middle is let's all use Tarta better. Uh, some of my bike questions. Sincerely, I've told you before. How would you take a? How are you getting to work on a day like today, where it's just constantly raining? Uh, you can wear a raincoat. Cool. You're going to be soaked, and maybe you'll have a place to change work. But that seems like kind of a headache. How about in uh, what, what the weather we usually have this time of year? What about when it snows or it ices over? Um, for the same reason why a pool is a bad investment here in Northwest Ohio. Um, a bike is your really only mode of transportation seems the same. And it seems like it's only for a certain kind of person. I was reminded of the commercial, the insurance commercial or something, where it's a young, attractive couple, and they're in their swanky downtown loft, and they're like, we're never moving to the suburbs. And then the next picture is uh, the wife walking the, the baby in the stroller, and the guy is watering his lawn because they had a family. Um, it seems like a single individual or someone without a family can 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 get away with biking. But like, how do you go out with your family for a Saturday night out? You go get dinner and then go to a movie or a festival. You know, bike bikes there, um, and hope everybody stays together. What about when I have to take my dog to the vet? What about mm, if? I, I I do a lot of grocery shopping. Well, you'd have to like cut back a little bit. Okay, I, and I can get, you can get a basket on your bike. I do a lot of grocery shopping. Um, how do I get that to to back home? And if I if I buy less, does that mean I have to go more frequently? And by the way, I'll, I will completely concede. If you're bike only, you get five hundred dollars a month back in your pocket, roughly speaking, car payment, or some of you say car note and gas money. Um. How much of that do you spend, though, in in time and biking and whatever else? And then last thing, like what happens kind of adjacent to shopping, food shopping, grocery shopping? I want to get some new shelves for my Transformers room, and I have all these materials. The easy answers here are um, delivery, uh, ask a friend, rent a vehicle. Um, so I have those questions. And then I just narrow it down to maybe this is only for like really like single people without families. And as I have noted, and maybe you will now that I say this, our area is very family centric, as I'm sure most places are. Um, I would say that our area with the things to do from the zoo to the art museum and so many other places, the metro parks, I mean, families thrive here. There is nothing. There is little for a family whether it's one kid or five kids, there is little that can be blank on your social calendar. There's a lot for you to do here. Um, 
this is why I will always tout buses. A lot of those things that I just mentioned, if you're carrying a lot of bags, um, if you want to take your family for that traditional night out, public transportation, and it's got to be useful and dependable. And I know there's kind of a conundrum with Tarda. Well, they don't run enough routes, and they don't go, and they don't, they don't come as often as they should. Well, if there were more riders, there would. And, and, and it's that chicken or the egg. And I would like to see more people meet Tarda in the middle, myself included. If there's if they see more riders, they'll provide more routes. Because on a freezing cold, windy, or hot day where biking is not possible, you can get on the bus. Or you can bike a couple of blocks to your bus stop, put the bike on the front, and then get on the bus. But some of the bike evangelists who want all cars and vehicles off the road, it, it's just not going, I don't see how it's going to work here. And I just ask those, I think, valid questions that I love answers to. Let's get with my good friend at her new job now. This is her second time on the podcast at her new location. My good friend, Mary Bill you. Hello there. Is this Mary Bill Jew? Yes, it is. We're officially changing, we're changing your name to that. It, it makes perfect sense. I'm sitting right here at my desk at Federation. How How is uh, we're five or six weeks in now? Is the honeymoon over? Is Steven a tyrant? <laughs> Crack that whip, yes. He, he, uh, no, it, it's just every, everybody is just so lovely and so wonderful to work with, even when things are crazy busy, when we have events that are in, imminent, but... When you said crack the whip, I envisioned the pharaoh telling us to build the pyramids. There you go. How did you know that Seder has been on my mind as we have one coming up soon? <laughs> okay. We're going to talk right about that because I think this is phenomenal. And I, and I think I actually have some business. Well, we're not, we're not, no, no, we, we're not promoting, we're not promoting the Seder. Why not? Because we're very, very close to, um, to reaching maximum capacity. Okay. That, that's good. That's good. It's stellar, but but we're we're not trying to promote it anymore. Okay, don't go to the interfaith seder. If you show up, Mary will have the Pharaoh show you out. <laughs> All right, I'll pivot then. Um, I wasn't even going to ask you about Passover stuff because when is Passover? Uh, first seder is April fifth. Oh. All right. Well, I guess we will have to get to some of that, but so it's uh, imminent. Let me let me start with what uh, next Friday. Um, I don't think we've ever done yeah. this before. Let's talk baseball foods. Okay. Yes. Opening day next week was first on my list of items to talk to you about too. How about that? Excellent. What, what when I when opening day comes around, baseball, apple pie, and hot dogs and all that junk. What what foods do you do with baseball? And let's let's generally talk about that. It's not a ball game. I mean, granted, all of the, the stadiums have wild, crazy concessions. You can get almost anything, including vegan items um, at baseball stadiums. But it's kind of not a game until you've had, like, the, just the classic dog and a beer and Cracker Jacks. So for opening day, when my son was, was little, we always used to have hot dogs and Cracker Jacks for opening day. It was a big celebration. That is very old-timey. Um, uh... It is. I, I have enjoyed, like you said, the options are, are nearly endless now. Uh, so is what they cost. But I have appreciated that because I remember going to the, the concrete prison that was Veterans Stadium to watch Phillies games when I was a kid. And the hot, mm -hmm. the hot dog was one-tenth as good as what you could get at a gas station. I obviously wasn't drinking yeah. beer when I was five. But yeah, but there's also part of it is the context and the experience. 
so. Like, Eat- a hot dog just tastes better at the stadium than it does almost anywhere else. No, it doesn't. No, I will fight you tooth nail. I will throw a fastball at your head. I was I was a little boy and I knew that that was junk. And I was so happy when my dad would give me like five bucks so I could go to the ice cream stand and get the mini helmet with the ice cream. Oh yes, yes. Um, and from what I gathered, um, it was the minor league stadiums. I don't know if it was baseball per se, but we'll say it was baseball. It seemed like minor league baseball. Um, they, since obviously it's more about entertainment and family fun than the game itself, um, they started like an arms race of who could have the most delicious, wild, and then outlandish offerings. And then it seemed like that stuff yeah. crept up into the major league stadiums. Um, so that is, has been a nice boon to be here um, in a minor league town. And I'm sure you've been to many of the walleye and, and mud hens um, offerings. We get to try the, the new foods for the year, right? Nice. So miss that. I was going to say that is one of the things I really, really miss um, that were lost in the pandemic is every spring I used to go and try the new menu items for the concessions at the Mud Hens games. And every fall I would go and try the new ones for the walleye. And, and they would have, you know, some simple things like nachos with a different kind of spin or a sundae with a different kind of sauce. But then they they also knew that the cameras were coming. Right. And they would go for the foot tall, you know, quadruple Decker burger that had onion rings and God knows what else in the middle of it and had to be held with like a kitchen knife speared through it. Um, the, the bigger, the grander, the bolder, the more obscene, uh, the faster it would clog your arteries, the happier everybody was. And it was just so much fun. You know, it, it was sort of the... the we're so close, you know, like in Boston, they have truck day when they load up everything and they head down to spring training. This was kind of like Toledo's equivalent of it. It told me baseball season was imminent and you'd see people, you know, uh, from the other stations and and you would just sit and have fun food and just get so excited for baseball season. And I so miss those. You, they haven't done them in several years. They're not back this year? Uh, well, I'm not there, so I don't know. Unless they, I know they didn't hold it in in January. You are the food empress. You you are what is it? Emir- you tell them. I will. I will. Um, so, but now having given you my background of the concrete uh, prison where I saw baseball games and what I ate, now you know why why I I love these options. And some I don't even get them all the time. I will just often mm-hmm. stare at the food porn of like the stories that you and others in the media. I've had the opportunity to go over and, and do that and take friends um, who might not have that 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 chance. But I I love like you. What did you say? Bombastic, outlandish. What, what other adjectives did you use? Oh, they're ob- obscene, obscene, decadent, yes. like. Like the, just, just you know, look on the thesaurus, you know, under under like gargantuan and ridiculous, and and they all work, they all work. But it was just so much fun. When when you go to a ball game now, what do do you still do like the old timey cracker jacks and hot dog and beer, or do you get into the obscene? Uh, the last time I went with my son, we just we had the you know the 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 classic dogs. I don't think we had the cracker jacks. Um, so, you know, because there's a, there's a thing, too, like, are you going at the Mud Hens to the, to the, <coughs> excuse me, um, I still have, I will, I, I'm afraid I'm going to die still in 20 years with the, with the COVID cough. Uh, I apologize for coughing in your ear. Um, 
it, the, at the birdcage, you know, you can have like a sit-down experience inside. But you also have to consider if you've just got your, you know, your outside seats, which I personally I think are more fun. You know, I want the fresh air and the sunshine and the, you know, and the heat and the crowd and everything. But what can you balance on your lap? Right. What can you carry down the stairs, squeezing past people, and what can you balance on your lap? For me, simpler is better in that regard. Uh, have you? How about you? God, it's been a while. I, ha- I mean, I don't think I have been to a game to sit down and like when I would. I, I have nothing to give you. I have no. I, I would oh. do the eating of these things. Well, come on. I, I would. I would drink, and that would be it. And and I, a part of it is. I do not often like to spend when I am a captive audience. So that mm-hmm. me, that means like at ballparks and not that I go, but concerts. Um, I don't buy concessions at at movie theaters, and I'm I'm not cheap. It's just the principle of it. True, because I mean there is a certain sort of a like a captive audience tax, as it were, uh, that they know that this is this is your option. You know, eat or starve. Right. Um, but you know that's. That's also at least at the at the ballpark. I think so. That, you know, it's it's what three four hours. Um, you you need a little something to eat. You're going to get hungry. You know, it doesn't. You don't have to get the biggest most expensive thing they have, but it's nice to support them. You know, and the and the partners. You know, uh, like the the barbecue or tossed ice cream things like that. I can support them outside of the stadium. I can buy the stuff in the frozen food section well, much true. cheaper. True, I don't dispute that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just I, my Plus, dad. They don't have salad with with grilled chicken on top usually, and I know that that's your standard dinner. All right, jerk. Uh, <laughs> that's the other thing. Well, no, they need to add that to the menu for you. But you know what? And then I would be even more irate because <laughs> you're going to charge me something that I can make better at home for like sixteen dollars, and I'm just going <laughs> to my head will blow up. So, but they're saving you the time and trouble of shopping and cooking. I enjoy sh- shopping <laughs> is my social time. I have now taken up. I, I have a friend that lives around the corner from me. Uh, I finally be able to give her back. She's given me so many workouts <laughs> over the last couple of years and helped me immensely in that regard. And now I, uh, I've been buying extra chicken and I make her chicken. I take it over her. I can finally oh, nice. repay her. Yes. Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned that it's your shopping is your social. Like, do you stop and chat with the produce people, with the cashiers and whatnot? Because, like, I feel like on, when I go to the store, I'm going to visit my friends, checking up on their moms. You know, what did what did they're showing me pictures of what they grilled last night? Oh no! I mean, I just that, that I'm I'm out off my couch. In fact, it is okay. <laughs> it, it, I am I am my truly my mother's son. Um, I have a plan. I, in the same way that like a pitcher has a plan how to attack the lineup, I have a plan uh-huh. how I attack Kroger or Monette's or anything like this. And I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't go to um, the cashiers because I can do my own self checkout so much faster. Um, and I, I know that I, I'm taking jobs away from people, but my, my, my time is money in a lot of ways. So I don't, I don't really talk to anybody. I get really okay. peeved if people are jerking around in the self-checkout line. Um, but I, I do enjoy... You want to get in, get your stuff, and go. So do you go at like 8 o'clock in the morning when nobody else is there? Ironically, yes, I do, Miss Bill You. 
Um, Good for you. I I will. I have a couple of different kinds of shopping. I, I'm surprised I never told you this before. Um, there's times you I, may have, but my brain is a sieve. Um, yeah, we both take in an or an inordinate amount of uh, information over the course of a week, and only so much stays. Um, <laughs> there's only so much room to, to capture. Uh, I I buzz through Kroger. Um, I use, I'll often do it like Monday morning after I go to the gym and I'm up pretty early on Mondays to start my week, but then maybe I'd gone to Monette's the day before, but I will always buy my uh, chicken at Kroger or Walmart because I can get it back at $2.99 a pound and it's still pretty pricey at Monette's, but I always try to get my fruits and produce at Monette's because it's typically really inexpensive compared to, to Kroger. Yeah. Um, so you you don't care about the one-stop shopping convenience, like the the super mega Krogers or Myers or something, where you can get everything from tires to to sweaters to apples. So, sometimes I'll have. You're to, going for price and quality. A lot of times, um, I, I am I am too like my mom, where Sunday was food shopping day, and she would go to Shoprite and Pathmark and Acme. And then she'd like drive seven miles away because chicken was a dollar eighty nine there as opposed to two oh nine. I'm like, mom, the driving and the time is not saving you money. But um, I I am a multiple food store shopper. Um, okay. I, I one of the reasons I will never do uh, like Kroger card or whatever that stuff is. I know there are some people mm-hmm. who cannot stop themselves from buying things they don't need or want. I, I like that. Like, I like to look around and see new items. And my mom would strike me down from her grave if I let someone else pick my produce and chicken. Okay, yes. Yeah, see, I like I, I like to get in and, and, and I first of all, I want to look for the sales, what's on manager special, yep. what's on a special deal, what, what's, um, you know, on closeout. You know, I, I hunt down, it's like a, like a, a scavenger hunt. I, you know, I hunt down all the, all the special goodies. And, um, but two, I want to, I want to pick the quality item or the size that I'm looking for or whatever. So, um, as I noted with my cough a couple of weeks ago, that stupid COVID finally struck and I, and I had to have groceries delivered and I'm immensely grateful for the help. Um, but it made a difference to me both price wise and in terms of not having the control over what I was getting um, to have it delivered to me. Yeah. And and I know it's great for moms and parents who don't want to uh, corral their children in and out of vehicles and uh, having running around, like it's perfect for you, but we're the kind of people like if, if James the Kroger shopper uh, picked me like a smaller red delicious apple that might have been a little bruised. I I would go as they say I would go Karen on this on this person because I'm sure there would have been other yeah. options and 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 most of my shopping you know you know the rule like if you want to stay healthy stay around the perimeter of a supermarket um, exactly it, it's not like there's not a hard choice between like this bag of chips and that bag of chips that are the same brand and same thing but there's a difference between that cucumber and that cucumber exactly absolutely um, oh I'm fully with you let me let me pivot and, and go to because I don't think we've ever talked about this before you you okay. shared with me what you get at baseball games what kind of movie theater eater are you um 
Well, I will have to dredge into the, the depths of my memory because I cannot remember the last time I was in a movie theater. Um, I, I tend not to like the, the popcorn. It's greasy. It's too salty. I, I would get like the candies. Usually um, if they had either Juji Fruits or Dots, which I know is so completely old school and I'm showing my age here. Um, but that's always traditionally what I got when I was a kid. So I have that association. The last time I was at a theater, I remember that there were you could practically get like it was a practically like a restaurant or like a baseball stand, you know, stadium concession stand. You could get everything from nachos to fried chicken, like I, you know, like you could get dinner. Um, but I noticed that the the candies tended to be all like sours, like they're they're catering to to younger people who want all those sour things. I like sour gummy bears are fun, but I don't want that to be my only option. And it felt like it was the only option. Okay. I, I, I like sour things, so I, I get that. Um, have you noticed also, a quick aside, the, huh. uh, the, the, the Gen Z kids, they like everything flaming. Oh, my God. Every, like, every, like cucumbers are practically flaming at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that until what, like, I thought it was just like flaming hot Cheetos. And then I went line, in line at Walmart, and it's like, Flaming hot peppermint gum, flaming hot like everything was flaming, and I like hot stuff, but it, yeah. I, I just hadn't noticed it. It's it's everywhere. Or the it's interesting in recent years. Uh, like if you go down the chip aisle, and yes, you're supposed to stay on the perimeter, and the chips aren't on the perimeter. But you know, you have to go up and down the aisles to get things like black beans and chickpeas too. So yep. we'll go up and down a little bit. Um, but if you look in the chip aisle, um, you know, there's habanero and there's jalapeno, um, but there's like Thai curry. Like they're they're not just hot, but they're branching out into nuances of of the heat, which I find really intriguing. It's not just like one note. And I like a lot of these. Um, there's a bag of chips or a brand that sold at Monette's, uh, like Michigan Cherry Barbecue, but it's like five ninety. Oh yeah, it's like five ninety nine a bag. So I will uh, I will wait for. Yeah, but splurge once. I, I once they're good. And I I've had them before. They're very good. Um, but uh, but inflation, come on now. Um, back to the movie theater. Um, oh, I was going to say, continuing on inflation, um, if I can just say that I, I understand that eggs have probably gone up the most proportionally um, in recent times as all the grocery prices are skyrocketing. But I'm tired of hearing people complain about $8 eggs because we're not in New York and we're not in L.A., and and you can still get a dozen eggs for I want to say I looked at the price recently I want to say two fifty I don't want anybody coming and smacking me upside the head if I quoted that wrong um, but there's still a really adaptable and inexpensive source of protein you know you can you can take two eggs and make almost anything with them you know from omelets to you know and use up the tidbits of of vegetables or meats or whatever that you have and expand it and make an omelet or a frittata, um, throw them into, into fried rice to add some protein. Like eggs are still a really, really good, reliable source of protein for not as much money as like you noted the price of chicken, um, or, or some other proteins. So if I could just have that, that, that little rant when people complain about grocery store inflation, please stop including the eggs. Uh, since we had the, the first eggflation discussion, I have seen people on the internet who will not stand for what you just said, whether it's principal or they are at the bottom of the income uh, chain. I, I get that. 
But again, I have. I no- do. I get that if you're if you're hurting, if you've got a, a snap card, I I so get. I am so sympathetic, and I can rant on your behalf about how little you're given, how little support you're given. You know, I'm working at the Jewish Federation now. We have a food pantry to help anybody in Lucas County who 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 needs help. You know, we are we are all about. I am all about making sure people are fed. In fact, there's a sign on my desk that says right here. There's not a single thing you need to do to deserve food. You deserve food because you are an alive person. But stop complaining about eggs because they're not eight dollars a dozen like they are in the bigger cities. And <laughs> and, and, I, and I I'm the chicken expert. My the two ninety nine for boneless, skinless at Kroger is fine. That's a great deal. Like it 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 popped up to like three twenty nine or some something else, and depending on what brand you're buying. Um, it can be pricey, but it seems to have subsided. And again, my, as you illustrated with my daily dinner, um, I don't have a yeah. wide array of items that I buy, but it seems like things have settled or at least not jumped up. Now, I do have a friend that works at Frito-Lay and she tells mm-hmm. me that, you know, prices with their stuff has gone up. And I've noticed that a little bit. Um, like I, I like the Snyder hard pretzels, the big ones, because they make oh, for a... Yeah. A nice filling snack, and I and and if I only just eat one or two, it's good. But I've noticed like they're like four dollars or four fifty a bag. But the stuff that should be staples of people's diet—chicken, produce, vegetables—the yes. high prices have not continued to climb. They've subsided quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, you you still have to shop carefully. I you know I'm a big fan of of sales. Um, spring. Planting is coming up if you have the means to have a garden, even like a little bucket garden on a on a deck. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. That can help tremendously. Um, to go back to... And I get that not everybody can, so... Right. You do what you can. We're, we're talk- I haven't had a garden the last, I don't even know how many years we tried uh, planting a, a small garden the first year we were here, and it didn't work out very well, and we haven't done it since, so... Oh, it's been nine years since I had a garden, um, but I'm going to try again this year. So everybody try with me. Um, I have one last thing to throw at you, and this is kind of a, not, yes. not, not, not super serious, but I, I hadn't. So Hallie um, threw, mm-hmm. threw me on this, this survey committee, and I guess JFED had had paid somebody to, to audit them to find out like what the, the people in the Jewish Federation what they thought Hallie did well in programming and all this. Like, it was top to bottom. Um, yeah. I, have you heard about this? I don't know very much about it, no. Okay. So uh, I was on there. I'm in a separate, not to sound like I'm a completely ignorant twit, not my department. And also we're in separate buildings. We have two separate buildings and I'm not in Hallie's building. So I'm kind of out of the loop. Well, and you're still new. So tell me. And but this seemingly yeah. was a pretty big project, and and this person, this woman, asked questions about everything. Um, and I do know about some surveying about people's interests and 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 things. So it may be that it's the same the same survey. Pro- so it was just broader than I thought. Yeah, it was very broad, and we all kind of okay. came around the same answers. We all had like good di- differing perspectives like i was like i love friday facts i like to recite it to hallie after i read it another person's like i don't check my email but i go to the website and read that stuff so i but what i i'm gonna take credit for what i had stumbled on was after we did this for like a half an hour I, I, and i yeah. didn't do it in a mean way i was like 
we all seem to be a chorus here, and we think the Jewish Federation is is doing all that they should be. Like we are impressed with the services that we're looking for that are offered to us as far as like socializing and people of different ages, blah, like all the boxes are checked. You, you get past grades all along. And then I thought, what about the, uh, what about like the other 200 and I don't know, 90,000 people in the, in the Metro? It was like, yeah, we need to do a better job with them and the other people on the the call, and they were all about my age, but at different areas in life, families and stuff, newly newly married and stuff like that, new kids. Um, we all kind of shook our heads in agreement that, yeah, like the two thousand Jews are served really well, but if we're going to grow, we need to do it outside of that silo. And what I immediately th- what I immediately thought of was Jewish Film Festival. Jewish Book Festival. Right. I th- think there's a food festival. Um, there is. Yes, we have had we have had food festivals. Yeah, there, food and art. There is, and then I was thinking about like the other ethnic things that happen, and and ethnicity uh, and national nationality things, and I'm like, there is no reason, especially for the amount of work that Hallie and her team and what you'll be doing at some point, for the amount of work that these teams put in, we should make sure that everyone from Gibsonburg to Lambertville to Wazion knows that they are invited. So the Jewish Book Festival... It, dep- it depends on the program. Yes. A lot of programs are, are geared for the Jewish community, but as you know, the book festival, the art festival, the food festival, the film festival, we do offer a huge amount that is open to the wider community. And so when I was at the Blade, I always made a point of trying to, to make sure that people knew about that. Or like with the, with the Seder, which is aimed for an interfaith group, people who don't necessarily have a Jewish background. We've had a tremendous response. That's why I say we're not promoting it because we're like like moments away from from hitting our um, our capacity. Um, so I, I you know I, we really do try to let people know when there's an opportunity. And the film festival has been a huge success. The Seder is clearly a huge success. So I'm I'm hopeful that we are reaching people and reaching the right people. But not, and this. Do you not agree with that? This is where I found the critic. This, this is where I offered criticism. Um, okay. The people that no, no pun intended, live and die with JFed are fully mm-hmm. served with these things. But then, yeah. as my brain was, my brain matter was shaking on this call. I'm like, do you know how many people are German the third week of August every year in this area? Do you know how many people right. are Greek Orthodox the week of Labor Day or after? Do you know about the Polish festival that like just can't be beaten down? Um, and there's many more like that, but those are the three big ones. There is no reason that some of the events that you just mentioned can't be as big as those. Oh, right. You know, I mean, when we had the... Um we had the food and art festival a few years ago, um, and and we had uh, like the whole social hall. I want to say we had a we held it at, at Congregation B'nai Israel. The whole social hall was was filled with um, vendors who had everything from jewelry to um, to textiles to photography. Um, we had all kinds of food. I mean, I I literally have people asking me. 
are you going to do that again? So, so, I mean, you know, I mean, we are a small organization. And so we're, we're just, we're simply not in a position to have, you know, the 50,000 people that the German American festival gets. Um, but, but when we have had community events, they seem to me at least, um, as having been hugely successful, we need to keep having them and keep building upon yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that they're unsuccessful. I just think the ceiling is, is lots of feet up in the air and I'm going to make you volunteer then. I so t- when we have another food and art festival, I expect you to be there. I put ba- in the corned beef sandwiches and the black and white cookies. One pound of corned beef for me <laughs> and a pickle. And I, I, I told this to Hallie when I kind of like debriefed her what they had, had asked. I said, if you want me, if, if we could have a big, like not German American festival, obviously like that is the big slop fest of the year, but we've got room to grow and you and I are fortunate enough to touch different people who aren't in the JFED silo and mm-hmm. maybe me more than you. And people still look at me sideways and ask me weird questions who are very near and dear to me when um, yeah. I tell them I ordered ham on my pizza or they ask about Hanukkah or something. And I think you and I both, one of the reasons we love, well, one of the reasons you have, um, uh, invaded and you've, you've become an interloper in our religion is we are so we are so by the way mary's not jewish everybody um we are yeah, i know i just i just play it really well we are so damn welcoming um yeah. it, it is unfortunate that and, and i'm not again these events are not unsuccessful unsuccessful but the uh, what do they call it the q rating is very low like i want mm-hmm. i want people in Maumee and people in Perrysburg and Perrysburg Township and Wallbridge and White House. Like I want these people to know about the Jewish Book Festival and maybe they couldn't go like the Seder because it's filled up, but I want them to know that they missed something and that doesn't have to be. I, I hope they do. I hope that, that when people leave here um, on, on Sunday that they, that they post and they, yep. they, um, and they talk about it, and they say, "Yeah, next year, guys. You know, next not not next year in Jerusalem, but next year in Toledo. We wanna we wanna see you there." Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, th- that because I'm sure you would agree. Jewish Federation is like it kicks ass. It's great leadership. There's there's great people there. Like it is really serving um, constituents from zero to ninety nine or whoever the oldest person is like really darn well, like we can, it is a small, but mighty organization. I am astounded in this last six weeks, the learning curve of what all of these people do. Like, as like with you, I have volunteered with Federation for the whole time I've lived here. Um, I have been to how many events I have helped plan how many events, but as a volunteer, to see what they do on a daily basis, I am I am just so full of respect. And again, not I'm not being, I don't mean to be critical, but when I think of like the no. work that Hallie and like Renee and others in the past have like blood, sweat, and uh, other other Passover things for these events, I'm like it. It's almost a disservice that more people in our area don't know about this because it's not exclusionary by any means. Like we're not going to make you throw a yarmulke on or anything like this. Like we welcome everybody. Um, and so I'd like to see yes. the, these things. Although, you know, it, it's interesting that you mentioned that because, um, um, first of all, I'm not taking it as a criticism. I, I do see it as support. Like you, re- you, you recognize and you acknowledge and you respect 
the the effort and the quality of the programmings and how much you know how either how educational they are or how much fun they are whatever um and 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 you want people to be a part of it you want people to know you don't want everyone to put in all of this effort all of this hard work and just have it be a little blip on the radar um so i know i i i get that completely good that was my big that was my big rant my big tirade and my <laughs> and my big takeaway from you know, i feel bad that i have lost my my platform at the blade to be able to do more to promote some of these things um at the same time you know people can follow me on social media and when there are community programs i am there sharing the wealth and inviting everybody to come join me so and let me shift your perspective, if I may, and you probably know this, but sometimes it's nice to hear the words out loud. <laughs> While you lost that platform, you have been uh-huh. unchained and untethered in some other ways. And not to say that the Blade was censoring you, but we have certain responsibilities or editorial decisions. Like, none of this content is going on my radio show. So you have new freedoms that you didn't have before. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I was I was an editor, so I was able to choose the content for the food pages, um, and 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 so that was that was a really nice freedom. But you still had to recognize um, that you worked in a context um, and balance it with other stories, with people's perspectives, all of that. Where, as you say, you know, now I I have been freed. I am I am writing uh, about food for the Toledo Jewish News now. So instead of anybody, you know, thinking, oh, well, Mary's writing about Jewish food again, I, you know, I, I get to write every month about Jewish food. I'm so excited. I've pretty much got my whole my whole year planned out of, of beautiful new cookbooks to feature and so off and people to interview. So so that has been a lot of fun. I mean, I spent an hour on the phone the other day talking to a woman uh, who wrote a book called Iconic New York Jewish Food. Mm. Oh, my God. You can... You can only imagine how much fun I had. I thought I was going to take like 20 minutes. I had three quick questions. I didn't want to take up too much of her time. And she, you know, the two of us are just chit-chatting back and forth and sharing memories and talking about the food. She sent me a Passover recipe that I asked for because it sounded so good as we talked. Like in that regard, I I, I am just having the best time. Good. I, I couldn't be happier for you. Um I I am done with things I wanted to fire off at you. Um, I got a, we okay. have a couple minutes left if you want to shoot anything my way, but I think we had a pretty uh, pretty comprehensive discussion here. I think we did. I think we did. Um, have you nominated any words to um, Lake Superior State recently? Hold on one second. Hi hi. Sorry 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 sorry. That's okay. That's okay. What did you ask me? I apologize. You're so you're allowed to, you're allowed to to abandon me at the party for a few minutes. You got to be a host. I apologize. Uh, what what did you ask me? Um, have you nominated any words or phrases to Lake Superior State's banned word list? No. Anytime recently? No, but I still get even more angry when I see the word scale. <laughs> you have to nominate it until they finally get sick of hearing you, and then they will they will ban it. Yeah, I don't want to get too wily on Twitter, though. Who not? I know you're not there anymore, and, and my Twitter experience no. has been okay, but I, yeah. So, but the answer is no. I've I've not come up with any new words. I don't I don't want to hear. Um, but the 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 calendar is still early. Okay. Well, I nominated one just the other day. Um, is I am I am sick to death of hearing people say, 
you know, particularly when they're judging, if they're judging something um, on a competition. I don't like that. And then you're supposed to have the dropped face and the horror struck. I love it. I, if I, like, the surprise is gone. You know, mm. we've heard it. It's, it's overdone. We already know what you're about to say. I don't want to hear it anymore. Please ban it. You watch the stuff more than I do, and I know that like networks have cut back on scripted things, so there's nothing but reality. But I, I can only imagine if you are, and I know there are genres and subgenres and stuff. And nobody can possibly watch that much, but I can't imagine how derivative the right. derivative some of these things are, and that includes the language and the judging. Oh, precisely, absolutely, absolutely. You know, they're they're always saying you know the flavor profile. I like it's it's. It's like they don't even think anymore. The phrases are just so ready to roll off their tongue. Yep. And I am tired of it. Good. Good. And and you and you let Lake Superior <laughs> like State. I, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a food writer. It, my whole point is to to not. Yeah, I mean, yes, everybody has their sort of their little catchphrases that they use a, a lot and possibly more than they should. But your whole your whole purpose is to to try to be engaging and not repetitive so people don't feel like they've already read this before so i yeah i'm always looking for new ways to say things or new ways to approach things me too so stop saying the same thing yep. over and over there is a fine line between a catchphrase and a crutch and especially like what you talked mm-hmm. about like there's nothing particularly colorful about what you said like if you were to go back to baseball if you if somebody has like a specific home yeah. run call it's usually their thing and colorful and text and tone and inflection mm-hmm. but not with what you're describing they're just kind of mailing it in exactly exactly stop mailing it in um all right I'm going to mail this podcast in. As always, it is beautiful to talk to you. It's always fun to talk to you. Um, when is the Seder? It is this Sunday, the 26th. Oh, that's this Sunday. This Sunday, yes. Oh, so okay. we're in mass, mass flurry of activity, getting everything ready. It's going to be a beautiful event. Good I'm, luck. I'm so, so excited about it. I look forward. A lot of my friends and, and readers and followers are coming um, which I'm really touched by um, because I had put it on social media and um, and said, please, we've got this great, you know, this beautiful learning experience. You know, people hear the word Passover, they hear the word Seder, they don't really know, or they've studied, you know, the Last Supper in Bible study, but they haven't ever experienced it. And, you know, so I always used to talk about uh, a lot of social justice issues and, and interfaith issues on my food pages, and so it's it's really heartwarming to see that that so many of my friends and followers and readers are are still really engaged in that and that they wanted to come to this. So I'm 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 really looking forward to it. UF, you should be there. You have fans. I'll save one seat for you. Uh, don't it's like your last call. Sunday is like my my messy <laughs> day, but I am going to look for I'm going to look for and expect pictures the next day. And if I can if I can bring races who have reviled one another for centuries and millennia together over one thing it's chopped liver is freaking disgusting please stay away from it (laughs) we're not serving that just so you know that makes you feel better chopped liver is the antithesis it is the other end of the spectrum of candy corn for me Ugh. oh that's really saying something it is it is all right have a good time with that uh thank you for giving thank you you for giving me some time during that busyness and uh tell everybody at the the federation um including uh steven uh and all the other affluent people there with their resources that i said hello (laughs) i will indeed all righty all right take care bye
，拜拜。